It's time for Marquette College Game Day, powered by ESPN Milwaukee. Cam Jones open three. Good! Don't want to give us two. We'll take three. Oh, baby, he's up to 19. It's number five Marquette hosting Providence. Comes to Cam Jones. Open three. Thank you very much. You know it's going in. Sweet by Cam Jones, who's now up to 29. Brought to you by National Liquor Mart, Cousin Subs, Best Electric Service, the U.S. Army ROTC, and Marquette Athletics. Cam Jones, step back three is good, sweet, pure, 34 for the second straight game for Cam Jones. Live from the Atrium Inside Pfizer Forum, alongside Tony Cartagena, here's Brian D. I am fully prepared to be called absolutely crazy after this first segment, and that is just fine by me. Welcome into Pfizer Forum and welcome into another edition of Marquette College Game Day live from the arena as Marquette getting ready for a revenge game trying to exact some revenge against the Providence Friars, a team that took them down 72-57 way back on December 19th in their Big East opener. Alright, let's dive into it because this is going to sound nuts but I'd rather sound nuts than completely roll over and give up on the last four games of the season, so here it goes. Marquette still has a realistic shot at the Big East regular season championship. (gasps) Shock and awe, right? How could that possibly be the case? Marquette got absolutely throttled by UConn two weeks ago. They're two and a half games back of UConn. Marquette's got four games to play. UConn has three. UConn's an absolute juggernaut. How is this possible, Brian? Well, I'm glad you asked that hypothetical question. At least I did this evening. Let me lay out the roadmap for you because it's not as unrealistic as you might think on the surface. It starts with the basic. Marquette has to win out. They got to win tonight against Providence at home. They have to go on the road and win an unbelievably difficult road game against Creighton on Saturday. They have to come back and beat UConn head-to-head a week from tonight in the game potentially of the college basketball season. You can spin the wheel. Our fans are here at uh, Pfizer Forum getting basketballs and koozies as well. Uh, So Marquette, they have to win tonight. They have to win Saturday. They have to win a week from tonight against UConn in maybe the game in college basketball this season. And then they have to wrap up uh, regular season play with a victory on the road against the Xavier Musketeers, a team that they beat this past weekend. So tough games in there. Creighton on the road, tough game. UConn at home, incredibly tough game. Tonight, tough game against Providence, who always gets up in your grill and plays Big East basketball, and they're squarely on the bubble something that will come into play in just a moment here. If that happens, Marquette would finish 16-4 in conference play, one game worse than they were last year when they won the regular season championship. So what would have to happen for UConn, who has three games left? Let's take a peek around the corner. They are 15-2 at this juncture. They'd have to lose at least two of their final three and maybe three of their final three. Is that unrealistic? The answer is no. UConn is off this week, so they're going to be well-rested coming off uh, a a back-and-forth week, a loss at Creighton, then a home win uh, over Villanova. But Saturday, they take on Seton Hall, a team that has issued UConn a loss already, 75-60 in New Jersey earlier this season. So Seton Hall and Kadari Richmond already feel confident going up against UConn that they could potentially pull off that upset. So... Seton Hall, a loss for UConn in the realm of possibility. We already talked about it. Marquette has to beat UConn here at Pfizer Forum a week from tonight. And then UConn's final game of the season and the final game of the Big East season is at Providence 
7 p.m. a week from Saturday. And as Marquette knows better than anybody, Amica Mutual Pavilion out there in Providence, Rhode Island, for my money, is the most difficult environment to play in in the Big East Conference. 12,000 people all gassed up, ready to go on a Saturday night. And the big thing that plays into that game, ESPN's Joe Lenardi has Providence sitting squarely on the bubble in the last four in right now into the NCAA tournament. They are playing for their tournament lives down the stretch here. So is it unrealistic to think that Providence welcomes UConn in last game of the regular season and finds a way to pull off that victory in a charged-up primetime environment with their tournament hopes on the line? Absolutely not. So there's a lot that needs to go right for Marquette. It starts with them taking care of their own business, but they've won 10 of their last 11 games. Cam Jones is playing his best basketball of the season. UConn sputtered of late with a loss at Creighton. Difficult place to play, and Marquette's got to prove they can win there too this weekend. But nothing I just outlined that needs to happen in the next 11 days is crazy, is out of the realm of possibility, is crazier than anything you've seen in this Big East season so far. So, yes. Is it far-fetched? No. Is it difficult? Yes. Is it completely unrealistic? Absolutely not. That Marquette still has an opportunity and a track to a Big East regular season championship or at least a share of the Big East regular season championship. Starts tonight taking care of business against a Providence Friars team here at Pfizer Forum tip-off in less than an hour's time. What's different this time around for Marquette versus last time when they played at Providence and lost 72-57 to in the Big East opener? There's two big things that are different. Number one, Providence is going to be without their star player, Bryce Hopkins. And he didn't have the best game ever when these two teams faced off uh, in the Big East opener in December. But he altered a lot of Marquette shots on the defensive side of the floor. Looking at the stat line for Bryce Hopkins in that game, by the way, he tore his ACL. He's going to be out for the season, which was just a devastating blow for Kim English and the, uh, the Providence Friars. But in that game against Marquette in, uh, in late December, just before the Christmas holiday, Bryce Hopkins played 35 minutes, only 3 of 10 from the field, scored 11 points, 9 rebounds in that game. He altered a lot of shots on the defensive side of the floor just because of his big body and his athleticism. So not having out him out there has been devastating for Providence and is going to have an impact on tonight's game and give Marquette a better chance. The other big personnel difference from that game to tonight is Marquette was without Stevie Mitchell. And the biggest thing that happened that I think threw Marquette off in that loss at Providence was Providence took Marquette's game and more specifically Stevie Mitchell's game and threw it right back in Marquette's face. Nobody has defended Marquette with the fervor and the aggressiveness this season that Van Providence was able to do on December the 19th. So having Stevie Mitchell out there to just set the tone on both sides of the floor like we know Stevie Mitchell does is going to be an absolute game changer for Marquette tonight. People like to rag on Stevie Mitchell because he doesn't always finish at the rim. He's not the most prolific offensive player. He doesn't put up the stat lines like Cam Jones or the assist lines from the guard position like Tyler Kolek. Stevie Mitchell is an invaluable part of this basketball team. He's going to make a monster difference in what I believe will be a big-time Marquette victory and a revenge victory over the Providence Friars tonight. 
Marquette College Game Day all season long brought to you by our friends at National Liquor Mart. Best Electric, Marquette Athletics, and the Marquette ROTC. Coming up on the other side, we will check in with a man who will be on the call of tonight's game and a Marquette Hall of Famer, one of the greats, Tony Smith, set to join us next live from Pfizer Forum on Marquette College Game Day, 94.5 ESPN. And you know where I live. Yeah, you know what we is. Sometimes you gotta stay. Number five, Marquette, getting ready to take on the Providence Friars tonight at 6 o'clock right here on 94.5 ESPN. Joining us now live on Marquette College Game Day is a man you can hear on the call of that basketball game and all of the rest for the Marquette Golden Eagles men's basketball team. He's the Marquette Hall of Famer, one of the all-time greats, Tony Smith. T, I want to start with tonight's game against Providence because these teams look different now than they did on December the 19th when Marquette fell mm -hmm. out there on the East Coast. Uh what sort yep. of difference do you think Stevie Mitchell is going to have on tonight's game? He did not play uh, in that Big East opener on December 19th. Yeah, no, he's a big-time disruptor, and we know what the guards did uh, to Marquette in that first matchup. Uh, Carter was out of his mind shooting the ball. Uh, so, obviously, you know, he's a guy that, you know, Stevie Mitchell would be matched up against. And we all know Stevie Mitchell, I mean, I don't know how, how much we're going to have to uh, advocate for him to get Defensive Player of the Year uh, recognition or some mention or something, give him some love in that category. But he's been that type of guy, right? So uh, just just that matchup alone, I think uh, Stevie Mitchell has an ability to have a big impact on this game. Tony, who do you think had the more impressive week for the Marquette Golden Eagles last week? Was it Cam Jones with back-to-back 34-point -back performances, or was it Tyler Kolek with 28 assists in two games against DePaul and Xavier, also setting the uh, the school single-game record in that DePaul game with 18 assists? Yeah, man. I, I you know, I would I would have to say that this <laughs> got to be Cam getting his stroke back. I mean, Tyler, you kind of like because the thing was Cam. Tyler's probably getting a bad knock here, but we're, we're used to seeing him do stuff like this, having big assist game. We know sure. he has the ability to almost put a triple-double up on the board. Uh, and Cam Jones had gone through a stretch where he wasn't shooting the ball well, right? He wasn't going in. You know, he had that little uh, injury where he was out, came back, wasn't shooting it well. And I just got to I gotta say him just because it's just good to see him knocking down shots again and being that big-time threat for Marquette because I know that's going to uh, pay dividends coming down the stretch uh, when those when they got a tough matchup this weekend and then they got the rematch with UConn and then going into the Big East tournament and so on. So uh, both impressive. Uh, I'm just going to give a slight edge to, to Cam on this because I'm, I'm really happy to see him back. Tony Smith joins us here on Marquette College Game Day live from Pfizer Forum. Number five Marquette taking on Providence at 6 o'clock this evening. T, I know uh, you were super critical early in the season of David Joplin and just wanting him to be more aggressive. It feels like he has yeah. been over the last two or three weeks since Sean Jones went down with that ACL injury in particular. He's had to shoulder a little bit more of the offensive onus. What have you seen that's different for Jop over the last six to eight games? Yeah, just just as you said, he's been a little more aggressive, right? He's been a little more assertive. He's he's trying to to do things that uh, you know maybe you wouldn't seen him trying to do um, early on. But more importantly, is I, I told him he's such a good shooter, right? That you can't give up and pass up shots. Like guys, if they're not guarding you close enough, 
you got to feel like you're open and you take that shot. So now you see him taking shots and making shots with guys a little bit closer to him. He doesn't have to be so wide open to feel like he's got to take a shot. And what that's going to do is that's going to stretch the floor out for Marquette, right? Guys got to come out that extra and guard him. And it's also going to give him an opportunity to possibly, you know, get to the bucket and make some plays himself and be a playmaker, which he can do. We've seen him drive to the bucket uh, and make some plays uh, on occasion. So he's been doing that, been getting on the boards a lot more aggressively. Uh, that's also a welcome. We know how Marquette struggles uh, sometimes giving up offensive rebounds. So it's good to see him on the offensive glass. But he's just been more assertive and possibly gaining some confidence along the way. He's got his first two collegiate dunks as well in his junior season. Has yeah. he done enough to uh, to shed the no-hop-jop nickname that you bestowed upon him? Uh, I like the name because it's fun. But, <laughs> yes, I think, he's, I, think, I, think he's, I think he's done something about that. But, the the first one oop, was a little suspect, but the the last dunk was pretty emphatic. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on the no hop drop right now. But uh, if he makes one more slip up and maybe barely sneaks one over the rim or misses another one, uh, the name will come back. All right, we look uh, we look forward to it not coming <laughs> back and more dunks down the stretch here. <laughs> Correct. A couple of more for you. I don't want to have. And, I don't want to have to say it again. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't want to hear it with home run uh, on any of these calls the rest of the season, hopefully all the way uh, to Phoenix, Arizona. Um, Tony, not to look past these next couple of games because they're going to be both really difficult. Providence, obviously, already with a win over Marquette on the road. And then Creighton, for my money, I think is one of the, the hardest places to play in the Big East. You have to go there this weekend and take on a, just a deadly three-point shooting team. But everybody's looking forward to the rematch with UConn here at Pfizer Forum a week from tonight. How... Um, that's the right way to phrase this. How close to realistic was that first result in Hartford? Is there that big of a gap between these two teams, or did that one just slip away from Marquette uh, in the second half and, and everybody kind of knew the, the result was a foregone conclusion? Yeah, no, nah, it was, I mean, it slipped away halfway through the first half. I mean, you know, they were tied 18 all, you know, with like with 10 minutes to go. First 10 minutes looked pretty decent, like, you know, what everybody expected a big heavyweight battle. But you know, then all of a sudden the execution for Marquette went down. And the reason you saw the big discrepancy and all of a sudden they were able to, like, pull away like they did was because you saw that that breakdown uh, in execution on both ends. Uh, suddenly, UConn looked like a machine. They were surgical on offense. And, I mean, they were finding every opening. If it wasn't getting to the bucket for layups, which they got a lot of those, uh, they were getting into the right guy to knock down shots from the perimeter. And defensively, it seemed like Marquette uh, had to work hard, and I mean extremely hard, for any kind of good look. And they weren't making a lot of shots even when they got them. So it just it just turned it turned bad on both ends for Marquette, which you're not going to beat a lot of teams if you're not good on both ends of the floor, right? you got to be good on at least one to yeah. keep yourself in the game. And they just weren't able to do it. And the again, the big point discrepancy is because Marquette was playing bad on both ends, UConn playing good on both ends. So you're going to get that. Last thing for you, Tony. Tony Smith, the Marquette Hall of Famer, joins us here on Marquette College Game Day. He's got the call of this game between Marquette and Providence tonight at 6 o'clock with Steve the Homer True. Uh, T, what was the most amount of assists you had in a single game during your collegiate career? Do you remember? Passing? What's that? I don't pass. I'm the scorer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, thought, you, thought, you, thought you, were, you thought I was Tony Miller on the line? 
telling Miller to pass. No, 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 no. I, nah, didn't, I, I didn't think you were telling Miller. I knew exactly nah. what kind of response I was going to get out of you. I was just curious to see if you would own up to it or not. No, nah, I do I do have some passes. Hey, man, I'm on the I'm on the list of assists. I, I think I'm still top ten right now. So until I'm out of the top ten, you, you can't uh, talk like I wasn't a passer. I, I, I used All to right. drop some dimes. Come on, A couple man. of Come times. On. I don't want. I don't want to throw your teammates under the bus either. But right. he was trying hey, to get hey, his. Hey, hey, right? listen. Hey, I, I did, I did what I had to do for the team, and in that particular time, I had to score. So that's what I would do. That's fair I mean, enough. What do you want that's me to fair do? Enough. He was. Look, he was more Cam Jones than Tyler Kolek, and that's okay. We can, we can live with that for right. sure. It, it got, you, got you the NBA, <laughs> and uh, has kept you around, Mark, had in a beloved way for a long time. So it's all good. There Just love go. giving you a hard time. Thank you. Tony, have a great call tonight. Appreciate you, buddy. We will uh, hopefully see you in the arena, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, my friend. We'll see you after the dub. Love it. There is Tony Smith. You can hear him on the call with Homer coming up at 6 o'clock tonight. Gabe Neitzel has your network pregame coverage of Marquette and Providence coming up in just about 10 minutes' time. NCAA tournament expansion. Good idea or bad idea? We'll talk about it and wrap up the show next. It's Marquette College Game Day on 94.5 ESPN. NCAA tournament expansion. Good idea or bad idea? Wrapping things up here on Marquette College Game Day live from Fiserv Forum. The Golden Eagles, number five team in the country, getting ready to take on the Providence Friars at 6 o'clock. So the NCAA tournament selection Sunday now less than three weeks away. And the NCAA and its president, Charlie Baker, apparently are discussing the possibility of expanding the field of 68. I think this is a horrific idea. 68 was already in expansions from 64 when we were all kind of coming up the last 10, 15 years ago. I think is when it expanded to 68 and they added those first four games in Dayton, Ohio. Anything past that just seems like we're starting to add teams that aren't worthy of getting into the field anyway. How frequently do we see upsets from the 13 through 16 lines? Very infrequently. And those are the teams that are getting automatic bids from non-Power 5 conferences. Now, occasionally you'll see those 11 over 6 updates, those 12 over 5s. Look no further. Cover your ears, all Marquette fans. Then John Morant and Murray State over Marquette a couple of years back. The 5-12 is the sexy upset to pick in your bracket a couple of weeks from now. So those happen. And those are fun, but very seldom do you see 13 over 4s or 14 over 3s expanding this. I think would do two things. It would water down some of the product as we currently see it in the NCAA tournament because you'd get more teams against lesser opponents that frankly aren't deserving of getting in. That's number one. And then number two, uh, you're just belaboring this thing and making it longer than it needs to be and adding more games than is absolutely necessary. I mean, the, the tournament takes three weekends as it stands, right? And we love every second of it, but those first couple of weekends are the fun part. You get a ton of games and you're watching teams that you don't know a heck of a lot about just for fun, maybe because you've picked them in your bracket. You've got them, uh, maybe a couple of shekels on them at Potawatomi or somewhere else. But Beyond that, you want to see the top teams in the country battle it out for a national championship. Those second and third weekends are where the action is really at. Nobody really wants more of 
the 13-4 games or the 12-5 games, to be frank with you. I think expansion's a bad idea. The NCAA is always looking for a little extra money because that's how businesses work, but I don't think expansion is a good thing. I think it waters down the product. That's already in a pretty good place, and everybody loves the NCAA tournament anyway. Marquette currently sitting on the two-line in ESPN's Joe Lenardi's latest edition of Bracketology, barring some sort of dramatic fall apart down the last couple of weeks here, 10 days. Marquette should be a two, potentially a three seed, and who knows? Pull off some upsets over UConn. Next week and in New York City could get up to that one line. Thanks for hanging out with us. This has been Marquette College Game Day on 94.5 ESPN.